Live from the Huntington Hilltop. Coming to you from the 12 by 12 studio. That was weak. Oh, I forgot. 12 by 12 Irvine studio. <laughs> that shit was weak. It's a studio. It's not a Cludio. Where'd my idiot sheet go? It's Around a studio slash entertainment center slash bedroom. Okay. Um, there's a site. I actually don't really know what they do. Uh, it's called matrix.org. I'll drop a link for you. Oh shit, that's the headline, but Google that. Um, you can figure out what they're doing or what they do. Their, um, their whole dev environment got hacked. It seems like they make some kind of like networking tool. I'm not really sure. Uh, mm. And the guy that hacked them opened GitHub issues on all the problems that he found with their system. So he compromised wow. everything and then told them how to fix it. Did he extort money out of them? I I didn't read all of it, but I don't think so. Must have been like a personal thing, like a vendetta. But he told them how to fix it. He was he logged in. Um, but you don't did, know if he if he got. I mean, do you know for sure whether or not he bribed them? Or not bribed? I mean, extorted them. Stored on the ass, what I meant to say. I don't know for sure. I, I don't think so. It's like a some open source project. It's kind of like the guy that hacked Linux.org and then put the uh, the guy women, wearing uh, women's underwear bending over, <laughs> stretching his ass, his hairy asshole in front of the camera. Uh, like well, a, it was a comedy hack. Yeah. But this was a good to, one. To stoke his ego, maybe too. Yeah. So this guy hacked them and then used their private tracker, I'm assuming it was a private one, to say this is the problem with everything that they did. And I guess however he got into their Bastion server, he figured out that he could use um well, first I should explain when you use SSH you can forward your key from your local box into a remote box and then from the remote box into your boxes beyond that. So this guy took over uh, one of the servers that had a forwarded key in it. So somebody left us a session open with uh, the, the SSH agent continuing to forward from the master, like the original key. It could be a hardware key, like a YubiKey, where there's no way he's going to extract the private key but he used the fact that that person was logged in to become them and then spin off their own series of connections to other servers, borrowing from that key. Now, he can only pull off those connections the, the moment that that person's connected and that key has been forwarded. So as soon as that person disconnects and their key is no longer being forwarded, he is stuck in those existing sessions and can't create new ones. But he was already in at that point because oh. he was able to ride that person's connection in. Which is fascinating. Yeah. And reading the comments, it looks like the uh, the system administrators on 
lobsters were saying rather than doing agent forwarding if you want to connect to a remote box you should be proxying so you're you establish a connection to let's say a, a bastion and then you use that to proxy to the end point and that's where your agent gets forwarded to that last one okay. so there's nothing in the middle there's no exposed host that you're ever connecting to or, or forwarding a key to so what was the um did they like try to go after him after that uh no they just just they wrote up a blog post on the security incident and explained that they rebuilt their infrastructure and uh addressed all of the issues that the hacker opened <laughs> on their github account It looks like the guy compromised something in their Jenkins uh, continuous integration service. So when they yeah, build... It says this, I'm just going to say it says the security breach is not a major issue. When it is. But it's... They're, yeah, they're, you're right. They're blaming it on... So, you sound really far away. that sound better? Yeah, uh, I guess. Okay. Um... I'm trying to talk off mic a little bit because there's background noise. Oh, that's not going to work then. It's... I thought, okay. I thought the closer I get, the louder. And I guess my voice would drown out the background noise, technically. I've got a bunch of background noise right now. So if there's fan noise or something and it's fucking up the audio, I'm not going to find out until I actually listen to the final result. <clears throat> um,. No, I was saying, um, I don't know if you heard any of what I said. A little. No, I was just, I was saying that the, it says on this page that the security breach is not a matrix issue and they blame it on their production infrastructure. Yeah. But if this is what they, if their infrastructure that they use to produce their binaries for matrix.org is run through this system their software could be compromised that they're producing what if this is complete bullshit what if the guy there was no guy that hacked them and it was just a random hacker and everything was exposed and they're just trying to <laughs> yeah. seriously nobody would know Nobody's... for sure uh they're just if... trying to spin it if you took over somebody's infrastructure like this what you'd want is Toward the bottom here, it looks like he might have potentially compromised their Debian distribution keys, which is what you'd want. If you wanted to distribute malware to people's uh, computers, their servers, or whatever this matrix.org produces, um, if you took their Debian distribution keys, then you could publish a new version of their matrix or whatever software... And then when everybody's uh, unattended upgrade script runs or they go and update their server, they're going to pull down a valid signed version of the next version of their of the software that they're running and it'll be compromised. And it'll appear huh. to be valid because it was signed by the developer's original uh, certificate. 
And that's the same attack that was used, same kind of attack that was used for uh, the develop, used against the developers of Transmission, the BitTorrent client. Okay. Those guys got hacked twice. I remember you saying they got hacked once, I don't know, it was twice. Yeah, go to mostvulnerable.com. By the way, um, I don't know if it's your connection, but your voice is breaking up a lot. Yeah. It seems like it's getting worse. It's my wonderful ISP. But that's not going to affect the recording on your end, though, right? No. Okay, we'll just keep going. It just makes it so you have to guess what I'm saying. Yeah, I wanted to make it extra challenging for you. Sounds like you're jacking into the Matrix. <laughs> So on mostvulnerable.com, I list, because uh, this is my site, Transmission BitTorrent. They are number one on the lowest standards there. Two compromises. And then it links to the wiki page, which looks like it might have changed since the last time. But there's the website breach, and there's the there's another breach that they had. So the most recent one was like a little over a year ago. 2017 and 2016. This one says 2018. Is it? January 16th. Flaw in popular transmission BitTorrent client lets hackers control your PC remotely. Where are you seeing that? Wikipedia? Channel. Nate. Link to thehackernews.com. publicly available the exploit oh is this the uh this looks like the web interface it's yeah it's i think through the web interface versions from firefox yeah you sound like totally off mic from in firefox on windows and linux I was itching my ear, so I had to turn for a second. Uh, this isn't even on by default, so this is nothing to worry about. The previous hack was their site got hacked. Somebody rebuilt their binary and inserted malware. Then yeah, they signed really it. Bad. Then they signed it with the developer's key. So when you that key is the one that's issued to them from Apple or signed by Apple, and that's what's really bad is. Um, there was an update notification. They ran the update or they pulled the binary from the website, one or the other. And then the version that they got, um, exfiltrated keys from their disk, I think like their keychain. So SSH keys, uh, fi access points, uh, your AWS keys, anything, whatever they want. And then who knows what happened with those credentials once they were stolen. And, the the binary ran fine because it looked like it was an authentic binary since it was signed. Really, yeah. I, I think what Apple should be doing is shipping out a YubiKey with an RSA key in it. Signing that. Then you have the little cert file on your computer as the developer plus the physical YubiKey and maybe even a pin. So then you have to enter the pin and have the cert in order for the signing process to even take place, which would be kind of like using your YubiKey for SSH. 
because you can have your SSH, uh, uh, your SSH key on the YubiKey, and then combine that with a SSH certificate authority, and then have both hoops that you jump through. YubiKey makes a hardware security module for um, SSL keys too, which would be cool because you could have a web server that doesn't actually have the uh, the the private key on disk. Um, on the uh, YubiKey site, um, they announced a while ago like some iOS version of the YubiKey too. Yeah, with a lightning connector and a USB-C port. Well, I thought the, the new one was just going to be NFC and uh, just a type A N, but NFC and made for iOS. Maybe that was just like the image they were showing. Like or maybe it was a... Uh... They have that. I don't think the NFC portion of that works anywhere in iOS, and I don't think you could use it with all of its capabilities. Like, I'm pretty sure you can't use a... Uh, your YubiKey can't be an SSH key. It can't be distributing an RSA key over NFC. It would just take too long. Okay. Oh, maybe this I'm is guessing. the photo. This is probably the photo I was looking at because it it was showing the one that you're talking about Channel, on the left. Nate, the link to wire.com. Right. Yeah, it's USB-C and Lightning. Yeah, the one you link to, I think, is a NFC security key which is their u2f only key so it's probably the security key too and that might work even on ios with the right application but not out of the box um, the latest ios update added web auth if you go into your uh your system settings on ios go to safari there's an advanced features option where you can enable certain things like web auth. And then when you try to sign, it's, it's kind of funny when you sign in to Google, any of their web inter, web uh, services that have access to the latest native Safari, like um, a Safari web view versus some crappy custom embedded browser that will see that you're, you've enabled web auth and then um, prompt you with a mobile prompt to use the YubiKey uh, U2F mode, even though your huh. phone doesn't support it. Huh. Like you physically can't plug in a U2, uh, U2F enabled YubiKey into your iPhone, as far as I know. Maybe um, on an iPad. Yes and no. Like they, you can't do it with the um, lightning camera adapter unless it has the lightning pass through. So it's pretty retarded. It's like, uh, what's the word? counterintuitive you basically have to have like uh if you're going to use it mobily you would have to have a um like a battery with a lightning cable coming out of it plug that into the lightning port on that adapter that has the usb and lightning pass through and then you would plug the YubiKey into the usb side and it works it'll generate a key if you test it out on the uh, demo site the YubiKey site they just don't have that's HID mode. It's represent. It's being a hardware interface device. U2F, I don't think uses HID mode. 
the key itself can switch modes. There's also two slots in HID mode. So what you're talking about when you touch it and it spits out that code, that random code is the default. Uh, it's a, basically a, a hash-based one-time password. That's yeah. Well, that's why I figured it was one-time password. But the problem is, is that you can't actually use the functionality of it anywhere in iOS, at least that I can tell. Yeah. So it works, but it doesn't. Because you'd need something that specifically supported either a hash-based one-time password from a keyboard interface, which you're never going to find on iOS, or something that specifically supported that type of input from a YubiKey, which is basically a keyboard input, but it's a YubiKey hash-based one-time password, which is what that slot one is by default. So you could, with the YubiKey personalizer, lock down the slots or switch them around. You can make slot one be a uh, standards-compliant HOTP, the hash-based one-time password for your uh, challenge response for unlocking your Windows desktop, Mac desktop, Linux desktop. Um, and then you can make the slot two. Slot one and two are determined by the length of time you hold the touch portion, the little touch pad on the YubiKey. If you hold it for greater than two seconds, that's slot two. And you can actually program slot one or two to spit out the same uh, keyboard string every single time. So if you wanted to type something offensive or launch something offensive on somebody's computer, you could insert a YubiKey and then just tap it once and it'll type it in really fast. Huh, that's cool. So you could walk over to somebody's computer, open a browser, or insert uh, the short code, like the shortcut codes to run on Windows, run explorer and then go to goatc.com <laughs> or whatever the domain name is goat dot or something i think it's gone i think it's it was taken down there's a goatc somewhere that's why mirror sites up i don't think the domain that the name spelled like that exists anymore so you have up to 32 characters that pull that off yeah that's that's cool That'd be great to have it like a um, like a public library <laughs> or <a> university. <laughs> you could buy little Arduino type computers that fit in a little bit bigger size than a YubiKey and you plug them in and you can have as much as you want scripted where the Arduino type device represents itself as a hardware interface device. It pretends to be a keyboard and then types whatever you want. It could do mouse cool. clicks too. So you could plug it in. Um, I think the exploit that I've seen was somebody scripted their little fake USB drive. So when they plug it in, it opens the system preferences, moves it to the top left. Because from the top left, it can it's always the same coordinates, the X and Y coordinates. So then they programmed in mouse clicks from the top left out like 256 pixel, pixels to the right with 300 pixels down or something to select a specific spot on the screen. And then they could navigate through the system preferences, then somehow open up, uh, like I think they turned on SSH and then turned on a reverse SSH tunnel. So they would tunnel into a box, which would allow them to tunnel back into the compromised system. All because they plugged in 
what looked like a flash drive. Wow. I want to do that. That's cool. But mine That's was just really elaborate. Um. Yeah. Or one of those the shock sites that has a bunch of windows that keep moving around. You can't close them. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do those exist anymore? I don't think browsers even allow that stuff. I don't think so. It's like some ActiveX shit. Um, you heard that Edge is going Chromium, right? Yeah. They have, you can actually download it already. Um, it's not out for Mac yet. Channel it's only out on Windows. Link to Microsoft for Mac? Why would they release it for the Mac? In I don't the first know. Place? And why did you go out of your way to download something that is a bad version of a browser you're already using that you don't like? Because I want to compare like it to Edge as it is right now. Want to see the differences, and if you want just a pure, if you if you're a purist and you just want to use the built-in browser in Windows, Edge honestly, it's it used to be complete garbage. It's not as bad as it used to be. So that being said, now that they're completely well, that's ditching, it, it's the not platform, Internet Explorer. Yeah. That's what Edge was. They rewrote. I bet it. you it'll be better than Firefox, though. I would argue that Chrome is better than Firefox. There's a reason I'm not using Firefox. To no, ever... I'm saying Edge will be better than Firefox. Well, it's it's Chrome. Yeah. So I would agree. Yeah. True. It's Chromium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chromium. Uh, look at Brave. The Brave browser, I use it to do the show. I use it for everything because it's just so much nicer than Firefox. And then Mozilla is weird. Why did they add some company's uh, stuff to their browser? Pocket. Yeah. Do I even have Firefox installed anymore? I do. I'm probably really behind. I think last time we talked about Firefox was when they had that Firefox send thing come out. Yeah. And the last time I used it was uh, before I got my iMac Pro. Yeah, I had Firefox 63 installed. That was the last time I opened it. They're on 66 now. So I don't know how much time that was, but... Um, they f- they have something that is sort of close to having multiple profiles because the profiles thing is part of the reason why I like Chrome so much. I could have a work profile, a personal profile. I could have things synced to those different profiles. Different sets of bookmarks. Yeah. Each profile has its own incognito mode, which is important. Yeah, the... The thing with Brave is the syncing only does your bookmarks, right? Yeah, you can't find a set of tabs or something you had open on another computer. Not yet, at least. Yeah. And the syncing, was, it's kind of janky in Brave. I had one system that just wouldn't sync for a week. It just it wouldn't sync. And then one day, all of a sudden, I had two of every bookmark. But I was happy 
that it finally started to sink. I don't know what the deal was with that, but I resolved it. Um, you to create a sink chain. The um, gonna change gears a little bit. You remember the uh, I the Samsung folding phone they announced? Yeah. Have you seen the uh, the test? The models have gone out. Like they're all breaking. Yeah. Is that funny? Uh, I wonder if it's a like a hit. I can totally like see a it piece happening. Of shit, I'm sorry. Yeah. For why, what it costs? Why did it bend on the outside? There's like some protective film layer they put over it that people peeled off because it looks like it's just like a a screen thing for just you know like when you get it out of the box, peel it yeah. off, and actually it's like part of the display. People's phones were getting ruined that way. Here's the Ars Technica article. I saw some images Channel, of this Nate, wrinkly, like saran wrap stuff that they peeled off. Yeah. I don't know. The thing looks like a piece of shit. I think it's going to be a flop. Well, the images you sent me looked really bad. Like, uh, the screen texture goes from being a cheap uh, creased piece of plastic where the reflection's never straight. You never have a smooth reflection. There's always like a, a ripple or a bend. Right. It goes from that to having a ripple on the bottom corner like you dripped, like you got water on paper. You know how you can never get paper straight again once you get it wet? Right. That's what the plastic film looks like yeah um for what this thing costs it's outrageous though it's a two thousand dollar phone and it's a piece of shit let's go out and say it that is a piece of shit it's a me too product it's they rushed it to get get it out there first like they like they're pretending like they actually can innovate it's like that, um, it's like Huli from Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to create like that alternate search engine or what was it? Uh, compression algorithm. Compression algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. And they did some, I don't remember what it was. They did something wrong. Yeah. And then they finally figured out middle out. Right. Um. Do you yeah. use Instagram? No. Have you ever? Didn't they get? Ha- didn't they? Some like uh, much people's email or uh, no? The email thing was different. That was uh, There's... Facebook. Oh man, got people's contacts lists. Yeah, ex- like exposed. I wasn't even going to talk about that one, but that is. An unusual story, too. There's a full-blown media hit that's been taken out against Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, this is what happened to MySpace. When they were trying to take out MySpace, they said that's where all the pedophiles were. 
and then you should basically go to Facebook. Oh yeah. MySpace was yeah, it was full of garbage. I think people were over the over uh what do they call it like you can make your profile stand out with fucking colors and shit and it was just like it was very immature facebook was supposed to be like the the adult version of what myspace was well the thing i wanted to send you did i send you the link yeah, i did i just dropped it I, I sent it to you right now um they've been storing a bunch of credentials and clear text i think they did this for facebook users too maybe that was twitter no, I think that was Facebook. Facebook, the site, and Facebook's Instagram, they both apparently had a bad habit of, I'm guessing it was developers during some stage of their development, storing databases of people's logins with the passwords in clear text rather than hashing them. I don't think these got out besides the employees of Facebook, but... They're out there. Yeah. Have you been getting those um, those emails saying that um, if you don't pay a certain amount of Bitcoin, they're going to release a bunch of pictures of you jerking off to lewd things? <laughs> Wait, through, wh- where would they have these photos? That they hacked your computer and they've been recording you with your webcam I don't have and, a webcam on my computer. I know. Okay. You also. Are they talking about me directly? Like you're okay. So you're being hyped. This is an email that's sent to you directly. Okay. And to anybody else who's had their email in a data breach, there's this blackmail method where they email you. They say, this is your password. We've been watching you, uh, beat your meat to big, beautiful women. And we're going to tell all I've, your friends and send pictures. I've seen stuff like that. We've had clients get emails like that. They say that we have your password. Um, we've been monitoring the sites you have gone, the porn sites you have gone to. And then they'll even like say stuff like we think you have good taste, but like <laughs> shit like that. Like just to, and, and um, yeah, it's funny because some of our clients actually believe them. And, Are uh, any of them female? Uh, no, they've, the two that it's happened to have been men. Yeah. Ones. That is actually the most interesting thing to me. I've never heard of a woman receiving these emails, even though they're in the data breach. Yeah. Probably because they out. could figure out the name. If like the name is in the email address and it's but a man's name. How do you do that in bulk? Yeah, that's, that's the question. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Uh, Where was I going with that? Oh, I wanted to know if you've ever received an email like that. No, me personally, I I haven't. I don't think you check your email. Uh, I check my... You have to take my email out of your spam folder. Oh, yeah. I don't ever check my spam folder. (laughs) You're going to have to check it. Oh, and that's where you'd find these emails, by the way. Right, that's why. I bet if you check it right now, you're going to have some in there. (laughs) That's yeah. I'll pull it up right now. If you have one in there, you got to read it. 
which email? Uh, don't tell me over here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Google that. Sean Connery Zardoz with Z's. Sean Connery Zardoz. It's amazing. He's been in a bunch of movies. The one where he's wearing the stupid thong thing. <laughs> he's wearing a thong a with fucking yeah. knee-high boots. Yeah. They're they're actually uh <laughs> they're above the knee. I'm thinking of the image right now. He's all hairy and old. <laughs> <laughs> he has a a dueling uh bandolero or bandolier of uh ammo. He's wearing some kind of like man diaper. You would call it a thong, but it's way too big for that. It's definitely a man diaper and knee-high boots. He looks like a fucking idiot. He's holding his gun out to the side. He doesn't have a holster. Where does he put that thing? He just tucks it in his dick? Uh, what the fuck? Dual bandoliers. He's got his shirt off constantly in the movie. Man diaper tied from the front. Yeah, that's bizarre. Super hairy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, that is not a ponytail. That's his braided back hair. Oh my god. If you scroll through Google Images, there's a bunch of nudity in this film. (laughs) It was unique. (laughs) Zardoz. (laughs) Oh my god. That was 70s. Golden image. I'm going to put this one in the show notes. I don't know why he's holding her naked like this, but. Huh. Zero gravity environment. Clearly. Think so? No. (laughs) He's probably got old man strength there. (laughs) Yeah. I think he's just balancing her off of his erection. bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions bringyourwallet.com slash donate to share the show and support the show see you next week sorry